This tape episode is brought to you by Manscaped. By Luanster, yes. welcome to this audio visual. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, bro. You? I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Andy, an Andy knows I'm trying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll be talking about you and your, your creative director and a musician. Yeah. And really those two worlds, you've been able to marry them. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So we'll be talking about that today. I think we'll start, well, let's start at the very beginning. Yeah. You know, with your the thesis that mm -hmm, you did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, is this the most famous thesis in hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> I see it everywhere. Yeah, where well, you were talking about, um, I would say, where visuals and, and, and audio meet each yeah. other. Yeah. And you got a, you got, what, what was the grade? I got, I think it was 96. Shit. Like, as far as like, and I think they told me that it was the highest grade for that, like that module. Crazy. It blew my mind because in the beginning of this whole study, my lecturer, you know, she didn't give me the time of day because my topic wasn't, you know, traditional design, like Gutenberg's printing press or mm. things that really mm. are coming from our textbooks. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. How can I, first of all, enjoy the rest of this, the next couple of months. Yeah. So as every brief we got like leeway to, you know, come up with our own concept, I always inserted music somehow, mm -hmm. you know, and then this big research paper was just an opportunity to do, to kind of unpack something that I'm probably going to use when I come out of here. Cause that was yeah. the big thing for me. I want to take something that I'm going to, you know, take into the world as well and apply constantly, you know, and just now having the time to study it, you know, in the structures that were in place, you know, yeah, I don't have to be disciplined. Oh, okay, no, I said, no, like this is my everyday life at, yeah. on campus. So yeah. I figured, let me just like tie in music and design and, mm. you know, I just learned so and much. And I think I was reading, it might have been an interview or something that you wrote where you were saying that that thesis, it worked out because that's when you were actually, it's like, it's that moment where you're like, I can actually involve music into what mm, I'm doing. Mm, 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 Correct. Mm, mm. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to place the era of a music. Where, where were you? What, what were you releasing when you were writing that? So this is, I moved to Durban to study, and that was my first year away from home. Yeah. So sonically, actually, maybe music, maybe writing-wise, like yeah. my world flipped upside down because I was also just throwing up a lot of things that I internalized as a kid. So yeah. there's a lot of just like being away from home. That's where I was musically. I mean, that was the... The angry rapper era, yeah. as a lot of people call it. You know, there's just a lot of <laughs> introspection and yeah. whatnot. So um, having studied graphic design, like uh, I enrolled in 2014, and every time we had learned something interesting, I mean, it was always interesting, it was new stuff. So I'd always come home and apply what I had learned into, you know, my personal project, which mm. was music at the time, you know. Like I was coming from Kokstad, where we had just been doing it for fun as a hobby, and Durban kind of introduced, you know, like paying gigs suddenly yeah. and also yeah. just intentionality and just being introduced to the visual language through design. So as far as where I was at that time, it was very like, it was like an incubation phase for me because I was obviously studying and then music, I've never really had any formal anything for that. So mm -hmm. it was just always just, okay, this is the one thing that's so pure to Luandila, to Luanster. And then design is something I'm picking up as I go. That adds value to yeah. something that's existing. So, yeah. you know, music is always going to be that thing for me that design adds value yeah. to, you know. Yeah. And 
Balance. And and yeah. you've you've really done that, bro. Like you've created a you've created an identity. Mm, you know, mm, I mm. never I never see that color, that orange color, <laughs> without thinking of of your music. Is that was that the intention? Um, I mean, I, yes. You know, I think with design came <clears throat> intentionality, like and just being aware of things that would usually be you know, innate things about me, like my net, mm. then like with this hyper awareness, I came with design, the hyper awareness of just your reputation brand, because branding is your reputation. You know, yeah. you can obviously decide what you want people to associate, but at the end of the day, they'll like what they like. So yeah. whatever you're known for is a mix of intentionality and just what people know. So as far as the color orange, you know, um, it's 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 a it's a good blend of just something that came to me because that's how I interpreted my music visually, mm. you know. Like I don't think I have, uh, I have synesthesia, which is that whole phenomenon of like we hear Same audio and then you associate and, yeah. the color. Um, I don't I don't want to assign myself that because I don't want I I very much don't like attributing a lot of things to the universe or to yeah. just things happening. I feel like I had to work for so mm. many things, and by work I mean intentionally study, like yeah. research and all sorts of things. So the color orange is the color that came to me when I was trying to um, visually translate the music, you know. And when I do uh, design for maybe other artists, you know, I have to hear the music. Mm -hmm. And then I immediately associate the color based on, you know, either associations with the color that makes sense to the music. Yeah. But for me personally, that color orange made so much sense because it's a nice blend between yellow and red. And I've always felt like I was a middle person. I mean, I'm a middle child. Mm. You know, I was too black for the white kids, too white for the black kids. And now I'm too red for the yellows and too yellow for the reds. And then there's <laughs> orange, you know. Yes. And obviously Channel Orange and Nostalgia Ultra played big parts of just yeah. like, mm. you know, my relationship with the color orange. Because mm. I've always felt like Frank Ocean is also someone who was a bit of an enigma for a long time, you know. And you could only find him in the middle of... Nowhere, yeah. you know, so yeah. I felt I very much related to that. And, you know, orange just made sense. Like, I like to say if I bleed, it's, it's orange, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's an orange shade. And it's a specific shade, too. Yeah. You know, it's FC642D, like mm. if you put the hex code mm. in on Photoshop. Mm. But, you know, how people have been able to interpret it the way you have it, seeing it everywhere, you know, that just speaks to um, how intentional I've been with, you know, placing it, yeah. you know, and... If I had to like curate like a listening session for, you know, the most by Luanster by Luanster songs, I'd want to paint the room orange, you know, mm -hmm. because now it puts you in a world, mm -hmm. a visual world, mm -hmm. and then a sonic world, and then there's other senses we can play around with. Yeah. But that was definitely the intention for yeah. people to always think of that. And, you know, there was this tweet that Tiriso put out uh, towards the South African Hip Hop Awards. You remember that where he was just like, why are these awards not progressing and, you know, mm. paying attention to stuff that guys like yourself are doing, which mm. is really, really dope. And for me, I feel like rollouts in SA, I'll speak for hip hop specifically. It's like mm. I've, I've spoken to artists before they dropped and they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're going to do this and we're going <laughs> to do that. And then, you know, uh, you know, sometimes they even show you the, the, the visuals. And mm. when the album drops, you just don't see any of that. Yeah, it's just yeah, like... Yeah. What I'm trying to get to is no one takes it as serious as you do. Mm. And I'm realizing that people don't because no one gives a fuck, mm, mm. you know. And I could be wrong on that. Mm. I, I just feel like people don't care much if an AKA or a Casper has a rollout. Mm. They just want to 
go bootleg the shit or go stream it. Mm. So what would you say that has done for your career? Like just really how intentional you are with your rollouts, especially, you know, with everything that you're doing. I mean, you're even showing us stuff yeah. offline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think quickly just speaking to what you had mentioned about people not caring, you know, that is also the consumer as well as the artist because yeah. it fucking blows my mind, you know, to think about how people aren't rolling out, aren't paying attention, as, in, as the artists themselves, yeah. the team. How are you not, because I don't do it to stunt on anyone. Mm. I don't do it to show people that, oh, I'm smart. I don't, I do it because it's necessary. Mm. You just, yeah. You know, because I'm, the structures in place in my career on my own structures. I don't have access to so many funds. I don't have access to so many things. And being resourceful means m putting in all this extra effort, you yeah. know? And like, for me, like when the, my peers, people who are more or less, you know, I think everyone who's not with a major, yeah. it's like you have to yeah. make, because now you're competing, in the digital age, you're competing now with memes of cats, you know, you baby pictures, all sorts of things. You're yeah. no longer competing with just other cover arts. You're yeah. competing with everything. How yeah. do you make that shit make sense? Because yeah. now the internet has put the, the, the ball in our court, mm. you know, like mm. this and is... You, you did say that on your, on your thesis. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Like from like 30 by 30 vinyl yeah. to thumbnail, yeah. you know, something you can't, you can't hold the Spotify, yeah. you can't hold an Apple yeah. Music, you can't hold the stream, yeah. you know what I mean? So there's so many extra efforts we have to make now mm -hmm. and it fucks me up every time someone announces on Thursday, new music up tomorrow. Yeah. What? It's the cover and... You know what I mean? So, that. like, it, I'm very much, you know... In fact, I won't even use... I was going to say I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to rollouts, you know, because I'll, I'll talk shit, you know, yeah. and I don't like, what the fuck is this, you know? <laughs> but, you know, I don't think... I'm, I am a snob because it's like, yo, guys, let's get this shit right, you know? Mm -hmm. And I talk a big game, you know, mm -hmm. as well. Like, uh, there's a homie, ooh, wise man, Google. Yeah. Like, he's constantly tagging me in things. Like, I did a, a Twitter spaces on Drake's rollout. I saw that. You know what I, I mean? couldn't join, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 he kind of just tagged me. He's like, yo, you should do a thing. And then there's some conversations that happen on Clubhouse about cover art. And he's like, yo, I think you could add value to this. Mm. You know, that's speaking to the reputation mm. that I've kind of been intentional and, mm. you know, just let it go. And apart so, from Wiseman, you, you've had, you've had, you were giving like a lecture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, listen. Shout out to my nigga Wiseman, but, <laughs> you know, this is big shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, can, you, can you tell us about that? You, you did one in 2020? I did one in 2020. I did one this year as well. Yeah. Is it like the same lecture? So what happens is uh, this is with Pop Culture, yeah. a German festival I attended 2017, yeah. 10 days. Yeah. And then they brought me back to collaborate. And then again, last year it was like, yo, we need you to do a workshop because I told them about the thesis as well, yeah. you know. So last year's workshop was about, um, you know, cover art and its place as a marketing tool and like, you know, within the digital age, like mm. how does it function differently in comparison to in the past and all sorts of things. So just mm. letting people be um, aware of, um, you know, the function of it and to for them to be like very like, um, yeah, aware, you know, because yeah. that awareness kind of allows you to be intentional. Mm -hmm. So the, like, the, I gave them like tasks, yeah. you know, like oh, it, was a, it was a bunch of European artists, mm. um, people had registered for my workshop. It was a, like, crazy. it was like 30 yeah. of them and it was like through Zoom and whatnot. So one of the assignments, man, I, I, I mean, the, I don't know if they'll ever hear this, they probably will, but I wing this shit, man. <laughs> I wing this shit. That's, I know this shit, you know, yeah, I like, yeah. when I talk about it, I'm breathing, mm. you know, so I, 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 cause I mean, also, 
also if I overthink, then it fucks it up. So yeah. I'll just put notes, make sure you touch on this. But other than that, I'm winging it. So even the talks that I came up with, it was, I thought it was genius, but I came up with it the morning. So I was like, okay, cool. I gave, split them into groups of five. And then um, I gave them each a cover art, you know? And um, what did I ask them to do? I gave them each cover art and I just asked them to... It was a dope one, but I, I, re, I, I adjusted it for this year. But it was like, okay, for five, for 10 minutes, here's a cover art, unpack something. I can't mm. remember. Either tell me, uh, you know, the visual communication behind this. What do you guys... Oh, here's what I did. Yes. Yeah. I gave hip-hop cover art, um, pop, jazz, you know, I gave them each cover art per genre. So I was like, okay, now tell me, what are the different visual cues the visual languages of each genre, mm. you know, because they are, I mean, hip hop, like in the past, you knew this is a hip hop yeah. cover, you know? So yeah. I gave them each, and then they came back and gave me feedback and said, okay, cool. So I think it was like five genres and then five cover arts each. So I said, okay, what are the common things in these and what is the visual language? And then mm. this year, it was more speaking to the rollout, mm. you know? So from the journey of completing the music into visual communicating it, into creating moments, like for people to, because that's what rollout is about for yeah. me, like about creating moments yeah. that kind of lead up to that main orgasm. And there's mm. so many sexual connotations. I love them. We'll get into them. But <laughs> you're honest, you're honest. <laughs> I, I, I think you've said good cover art. You said cover art is like foreplay? Yeah, I mean, no, it was like, yeah, so yeah. it's like, um, what did I say? Oh, wait, what did I say? Uh, fuck. I have so many, bro. <laughs> it's like uh, good cover art. Yeah, I think it was like good cover art is like foreplay if you think yeah. about it. You know, yeah. like the music is essentially the orgasm. And, mm. you know, if you're just going to stick it in, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, what the fuck are okay, you doing? You chill, know what I mean? Chill. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's funny that you said that. So would you say that Donda and look, Donda is not the first one. There was... Uh, food and liquor part two. Uh-huh. There was Jesus. Uh-huh. I mean, I could even add Drake on there with the emojis. Shut, shut. What is that? So, yeah. would you say that's like bad foreplay? Um, I think it's, if we quickly speak to Drake's thing, that was brilliant foreplay yeah. because cover art, in essence, fundamentally is functional. You know, it's functional. Um, it's meant to visually communicate. And when we speak about it within the context of the rollout, which yeah. is the bigger thing, because the cover art is just an element, big mm. element, but it's only one part of the rollout, you yeah. know? So um, he announced that project three days before it came out. Yeah. He turned, well, him and his team turned almost every brand in the world into influencers for CLB. Functional. And Wiseman pointed this out, like Drake has 10 million more monthly listeners than he's had before, Shit. you know, so functionally it worked, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when you close your eyes and you listen to a pipe down, you know, I, I personally don't enjoy the visual of like, okay, I close my eyes and I, you know, I actually saw a cover, somebody created their own version. It was so beautiful. Mm. It was so, I saved it. I'll show you guys after this. Mm. I was like, damn, you know, so in that aspect of the CLB rollout, they were leaning more towards functionality. Then, I mean, he's done it in the past with, uh, if you're reading this, this and right. views with the, you place his character yeah. everywhere. Yeah. He's always, I mean, and another thing that, why, hey, man, Wiseman is, might as well be credited as a guest, but <laughs> um, he pointed out that, you know, Drake has always been known for m- captionable lyrics, yeah. you know, and memeable things. Yeah. So now they've leaned 100% in mm. with the whole intentional meme thing because the pregnant emojis, you know, they've been repurposed by yeah. 
Yo, you know what I mean? So functionally, that was a successful rollout. Mm, I think know. it's Kanye, though. You think? Sorry. No, no, I think, see, when we speak to the... Actually, you know what? Artistically, yeah. Artistically, I was mm. like... I really, really thought it was a joke. Short. I thought, you remember yeah. Schoolboy Q? Yeah. Uh, was that oxymoron when he put out that cover with the crying Jordan meme? And he was like... Oh, And shit, then yeah, yeah, people yeah. were writing thing pieces and he was like, guys... Uh. Actually, I was joking. Yeah, that's not the cover uh, art. Uh-huh. I really thought we were gonna have a moment like that. Yeah, and then Vede, that is the cover. That was the final. I, I I'm confused. I but. mean, listen, as a sonic, a visual translation of the music, it's it's a no from me. Yeah, you know, it's not anything I'd even consider ever in cover art conversations. And Donda, um, that was. That upset me so much, I don't even want to talk about it. In fact, it didn't upset me that, but I was like, you know what, fuck you. you know? Like that, the black... Yeah, I mean, because that's not even, hey, this is the cover. That's, oh shit, we ran out of time. Because that whole thing was so was messy mess, for me, yeah, you know. And like, I've been to places like that where I'm like, fuck, I'm overthinking the cover art so much yeah. that, you know what, let me just put out something, you know, just side fuck it, you know. Like, so I, I, I understood where he might have been. But the fact that he went through with it and, you know, his agency, Donda, the creative agency, as like that, you, like where he'd have like a team of your Virgils, yeah. your um, Joe Perez's, Joe Perez. So Kanye, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Those homies, it's like, you know, they, I don't think they were present and it shows. And that yeah. kind of was like, I fuck you, you know, yeah. but not obviously fuck you because I, I yeah. get it. He's, it's not like his old music and his old rollouts disappear mm. because we all have moments that we've, you know, because of the rollout, there's moments that people have with the red suit Kanye West, yeah. with the yeah. gray suit Kanye West, crazy. full beard, uh, all that stuff. He's yeah. done that. So mm. I, I'm not, I mean, I mean. Kanye is a different person. Yeah, you, you know, know. so yeah, I, I didn't really fuck with that so much. Yeah. So I was like, ah, you know what? Yeah, it is. You win some, you lose some. Because, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Lo- he's left uh, a lot of his fans behind. Yeah, no, definitely. Some are like, you know, this is who he is and oh. he's living his truth. And, yeah. But the last time you and I spoke, yeah. you had just moved to Joburg. Yes. You know, I, I want to know how have things worked out for you? Uh-huh. Uh, how, how, how have things been? This was 2019. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you just moved here. So yeah. it's been two years? Two, three? 19. Two, going on three? Yeah, yeah, going yeah. on three. Yeah, how, yeah. how has it been? Um, I mean, I definitely got what I came for. I mean, I essentially moved for like discomfort. Yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> just because I wanted something that was going to stretch me, yeah. you know, and being in Durban, I felt like I had reached the glass ceiling, like particularly musically, because I was in and out of Joburg as mm-hmm. well. And I'd be like, oh, wow, you know, this and then place, I'd come home yeah. and say, like, okay, cool, the next trip. But then it was like, I started like getting neck aches because my head is so high, hard against the glass in ceiling. Durban, yeah, because yeah, even the move was impulsive. Mm-hmm. It was like, fuck it, I need to, you know, like mm-hmm. my Wi-Fi cut. And then I went to my brother's place and I decided, hey, I like it here. You know, Kimo, I was at his place. He had yeah. Wi-Fi. And then I was like, I should move here, you know. So, yeah, I came for the discomfort. I definitely got that, mm. you know, in the first year. Mm. Um, you have food? What? You have food? Do I have food? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, in the... In the <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I'm trying to measure the discomfort. Oh, no, I mean, is listen... Is like so going to bed hungry? Or? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking, bro. Um, no, I mean, listen, I... I, I I always had it on lock as far as just, you know, design work because that was what was giving me the sort of stability I needed. Yeah. Um, so I had clients I was servicing, like, from Durban mm. while I was in Joburg, which is oh, cool. Yeah. Um, but the discomfort was mainly, um, you know, from a, a career, music career, 
sense where now I need to leave my comfort zone and be present in all sorts of things. Because I was very afraid of Joburg, like for a long time, just because of the pace of the industry. Yeah. I felt like me being in Durban was the perfect place because it was quote unquote slow enough for me mm. to develop something as opposed to coming to Joburg and seeing everybody just speeding past me like, mm. okay, cool. So where are these guys getting their petrol from? Mm. Hmm, let me go there. As opposed, now I'm in Durban, already got my petrol. I already know what the fuck I'm here to do. Yeah. Now it's just like people are speeding past and then some people would kind of slow and like, hey, who are you? You know what Something, I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, yeah, that, that, that whole pace car analogy was the big discomfort. Like, okay, now it's no longer just like at my pace. Yeah. Granted, there's no real pressures to mm. say that, hey, do this because, you know, it's my time. Fuck you. you know? And you, around the time you met someone who I would say is a like-minded artist, even uh -huh. though he's from Joburg, I'm sure he's maybe used to the pace or not. I don't know. Solo. Uh -huh. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I, I think solo and I look at his rollouts, bro, uh -huh. to me, they they make sense, uh -huh, you know. Uh -huh. They may not necessarily be as visual as yours, but I think in the videos it is visual. Uh -huh. But I would say just like in terms of him being like, I'm planning this trilogy and uh -huh. he he's one of the few who finished it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I spoke yeah, to yeah. Cuesta, he was like... Oh, he was trying to do it the card three. Yeah, I asked him if he's going to finish it. He said he doesn't know. Ah. He said, look, bro, it'll depend. I really don't know. But uh -huh. Solo went ahead and finished yeah, his. Yeah. And again, the visuals said something. You remember, like, especially the second one, there was the, 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 the plane airport. thing, yes, the airport. Yes, yes. Conceptually. Is, you know, and then even the, the third one with uh -huh. him going and uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. coming back and that cover, it's like uh -huh. very spiritual and yeah. even just that it's it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, what would you say, just, you know, you meeting Solo, what did you gain from, from that mm, relationship mm. that you guys, I'm assuming you have now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he was the perfect person for me to kind of have connected with yeah. in my introduction to Johannes because I met him in Durban, actually. Oh. Uh, he was coming down for the Durban leg of the, the tour. Oh. Right, with, with the better gang and whatnot. Yeah. So he walked in while I was on the mic at a yeah. Red Bull event, yeah. you know, and, and mid mic, I was like, oh shit. Then we kind of saluted each other. And then after the set, like he just grabbed me like someone. I was like, oh shit, I was looking for my people. And then, you know, we chatted, we chopped it up and whatnot. And then he asked me if I could be on the lineup for the leg of this yeah. tour. And then we just connected. The next day we had a dinner uh, where they were staying. And then, yeah, when I was up in Choburg, I hit him up, and then we kind of connected. I met Alenzo, who's my DJ, Al L the Third. He's my DJ now. Really? And, you know, we're, we're really cool. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, listen. Like an honorary better gang member. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Actually, you know what? I should bring that up at the next team meeting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, listen, uh, Solo kind of really, pff, he, he, he dropped that nugget of intentionality in my mind, like, like, more than anyone else had. I mean, I had people yeah. I was always like having conversations about what, but when we unpacked uh, his trilogy and I had just started working on mine, you know, yeah. and he was telling me about intentionality, you know, and that, you know, is something I've obviously carried with me like throughout. Um, but yeah, no, he's a very intentional guy. Someone who's managed to, as you say, complete yeah. his trilogy yeah. and the way he speaks about it, you know, even going back to the cover of two, you know, um, where there's the airport aesthetic. And then yeah. when you hear the music, that you know, sick, it man. makes perfect yeah. sense, you know. That so that's definitely the best person I could have connected with. Like, mm. um, and even additionally to him, I mean, even best, this is even in a word, but Zulo, 
formerly Little Tricks. Yeah. He's kind of my, can I kind of, he's my best friend right yeah. now. Like, as oh, you guys were on the NHA podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were on there like the other day. I to listen to that before I came here. Bro, yeah. like, honestly, you'll hear, like, when I say we are best friends, I'm not even just saying it as a, just to say it, like, him and I started, we, we've known each other for nine years. We yeah. only met for the Hype Magazine cover in 2017. Oh, I remember because you used to do some collaborations. Yeah, we used to work and, like while I was back I in Coxcat. I think Coxcat. there was that era with you, Fonzo. Yes, and, yes, and yes, yes, that, yes, yes, yeah, that yeah. That was really dope. You know, like, I think for me that was where, like, I don't want to say that's when SA Hip Hop started using the internet, but to say they're uh -huh. internet kids and SA yeah, Hip Hop, yeah, yeah. I think it was those days. Yeah, you know, no, definitely. I was having this conversation with Fonzo, and he was like, yeah. I don't need to move to Joburg because yeah, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. the internet. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, it was a really, really dope yeah. era that very few people know about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, heard him on, I heard him on the, on the podcast. He said something like, actually, he said his, his, his ex-girlfriend introduced him to non-romantic soulmates. He said something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's what yeah. Zulu said. That's he's what Zulu a, said, yeah. yeah. So he's very much uh, clued up with astrology. You know, oh. like, so he's uh, constantly within the energies and vibes and whatnot. So his former uh, partner, like, confirmed that, you know, yo, this Balwanste guy, this is your soulmate. Bro. And we hadn't met at this point. Crazy. You know, we hadn't met. And just, like, I reached out to him while he was still with Blaze Entertainment, you know. And he appreciated the way I connected with him, my, you know, attention to the visual. You know, because it's something I've had, he's had as well. So we were kind of finding, like, people of the same cloth. You know, so even meeting solo is like, okay, cool, same cloth and whatnot. So, mm. you know, I think you finished the episode, bro, like, it, it, it was really dope. And I've, I think I've gotten better as well. It's just like having interviews right now. Yeah. I, I usually get nervous or my voice does this weird shit where it just <laughs> sounds like I swallowed some. But you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man, just moving to Joburg and having connected with the right people yeah. was kind of a testament to that first year I was up where I decided I'm going to be very, not low-key, but I wasn't going to be like in the pop and just like run, like, yo, I'm here now, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, and then that filtered out all the, you know, the people I probably shouldn't have bumped into. And the people I've met that haven't made it to this chapter of my life, you know, and then there's a solo, there's a Zulo, you know, yeah. that just speaks to the quality of, 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 them, I guess. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. uh, I think the last thing I want us to talk about is the ASMR. But before yeah. we get to that, you uh -huh. know, I think in light of Lucas Raps dropping his project today and uh -huh. you, I wouldn't say you're from Durban, but Durban is a huge part of your yeah, story. Definitely. And this is a question I ask anybody who's been in Durban. I'm like, what's in the water there? Yo, bro. Like, seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like. I mean, if you look at, I mean, bro, you have you, you're doing mm. your own shit, you know, yeah. and you have, but like in terms of like the big cats, you have Nasty and Blackie and Lucas Raps at mm. the same time. I think mm. that's crazy. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. What would you say you found that is special about the Durban mm, hip hop mm. scene? That's a beautiful question. Um, I think even just, it transcends even outside of just the hip hop scene, you know, like yeah. it's like artists like Red Robin who just came back mm. from Russia, you know, mm. with her and, you know, she's doing what she needs to do. Um, so, I mean, I think I could not have moved to a better city, you know, from Kokstad, you know, it was the perfect place. I wasn't terribly aware of it, but I knew, okay, Chobert was a bit of a stretch. Yeah. So being in Durban, I think the main thing I took from Durban um, while I think of what else it could have been, was the the chilled nature of just the whole city. Like, I don't know if, like, if you think about how the water, 
like washes onto the shore and then goes back yeah. and comes back. That is Durban. That's like the energy that's rotating everywhere. That is very much what I think Durban is like as that pace, that consistency and whatnot. And um, that time that it gives you to develop, to experiment, to fuck mm. up, to figure shit yeah. out. You know, I don't know how long the homies, like your Nasty C's, your Blackies, your Lucas Raps, how long they took, or maybe their evolution, you know, but I, I imagine they were comfortable enough to, you know, um, have the time to develop. Because like Blackie even says, him, says Katele Itegu. Yeah, it's like a, You know what I mean? Mm. Him being tired of Itegu is yeah. like glass ceiling shit. You know, so he had, okay, cool. Because this pace, eventually, it's beautiful, man. It's like yeah. you're swaying. Eventually, you're like, you want something a bit faster. Mm. Because now you're ready to take your shit to where, you know, people are sprinting and whatnot. Mm. So mm. I think it has a lot to do with just, like, the, the pace of it, you know. And, well, that's my experience anyway. But also, you know, people are, are different in, in Durban in a sense where, you know... No, Ikoliman is very. Say it. Hot, no, yeah, I mean, it's very. Don't say toxic. <laughs> I mean, it can be, but, you know, it's. Two it, it, people <laughs> move from their cities and come here and say, Jeremy, it's toxic. Oh, Go back no, to your listen, fucking listen. rural uh, <laughs> a village then. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> You put that word in my mouth, but you know I'm not gonna like. But listen, Jobeg is like it's 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 work, you know. Yeah. It's it's work most of the time, you know. Like there's a day, TMI. I I started feeling very lonely, mm. you know. As soon as I decided, let me not be by Lonster for ten seconds and play some Xbox, mm. and I kind of thought, oh. Not where is everybody, but like suddenly I have very few people to speak to because everyone I speak to is introduced through music. You know, granted it's friendships, but it's very much friends from work. Yeah. And when I want to just be, you know, to not be, then it's just me. And then there's Zulo. That's why I value our friendship so much because yeah. it's more than just music. It's yeah. more than just work. Yeah. You know, we'll yeah. talk about anything. But yeah. Joburg is that. Um, for me, you know. But lucky for you, you have your brother here. I do. I'm who, very fortunate. Who is not doing accounting or, <laughs> <Sure>. or, or <laughs> engineering or anything. Yeah. He's also doing music. Would you say that has been, that has made the transition more comfortable for you? Very much so. Because the energy in that house, bro, that I live in, bro, like when, when it was the three of us. At some point, my sister moved to Cape Town yeah. as an animator. A sister who's on the cover? Yes, yes, yeah. the one whose nose, yeah. whose dry lips, yeah. I put on blast. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. Uh, but she moved to Cape Town. Mm. To, she got a job as an animator. Um, but when it was the three of us, we, we used the lounge as like our office space. So Umtu had a desk, desk. Crazy. Energy that would right. rotate there, bro. Like, you know, she did an artwork, a, 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 an illustration of Moonchild in the... Um, Gorilla's art direction. Yeah. And she was, I was like, I was just like, oh, Moonchild is going to, hey, Alisa, what if I'm going to tweet this and say, yo, I wonder how Moonchild would look in that. And then you're going you're gonna to comment and say, oh, like this? So we kind of orchestrated that. Yeah. But, I was, but the fact that we're in the same space, that there was like, yo, dude, do this and then post it. Yeah. And I'm, that's how people knew mainly about Moonchild's contribution right. because she took that shit and she started geeking out about it and everybody was like posting and tagging her and mm. whatnot, my sister and everything. So, and then with my brother as well, like whenever I'm done with what I'm doing and I pass it to him or there's a collaboration we worked on, I was designing and I was like, bro, what is this? 
And he's like, no, it's something. I was like, can I write something to it? You know, it's his. And he gave me the brief. And we just worked. So it's so beautiful. And him, me having lived at his place for, actually, no, I was at his place every time I came up to Joburg. Yeah. You know, and when we moved in together, you know, it was just like, okay, cool. This is the perfect place, you know. So that transition was definitely made easier by, mm. by that. Him being my brother, but also the fact that, you know, we're in the same Mm. you know industry but mm. occupying different spheres yes, you know what i mean that's really dope man yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. less lonely that way i can imagine no definitely and let's talk about music the last time you you dropped music was chapter two chapter two which Pajamic was two. february 2020 yes that is a long time very long time you know it and did, yeah and you <laughs> you 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 told us about ASMR yes uh, offline i uh -huh, think uh -huh. let's let's let the cat out the bag what is that <laughs> box of condoms about <laughs> yeah, okay cool so for those of you who are not present i'm holding it okay i'm not holding it right now i don't know where the fuck it went somewhere here oh there it is got it this is a box of condoms uh, but it's not like you know the usual box of condoms, right? So ASMR is an upcoming Bailuansta single, you know, for the first time Bailuansta is prioritizing and putting energy, rollout energy, project rollout energy into a single release, right? And um, it's a single off of the final chapter of Spijongat, which is chapter three, because I'm going to try to complete this trilogy and be a solo myself, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it's like um, my most collaborative effort you know, I'm behind the production, like, yeah. so that's exciting. But then I've got, like, some vocal contributions from, for some peers. Uh, Alicia Rosa, uh, Rams, some unique individual. That's his... That's the yeah, name. That's yeah. the name. And mm. it's, it's still, it looks... I was very worried about how it would look on my track list because I'm very finicky. I was like, oh... <laughs> the full but, stops you know what and I mean? the... Yeah. But I was like, okay, this <laughs> looks good, you know. So um, that's when I speak about, you know, the, the project rollout energy into a single, you know... I'm taking my rollout to the next level. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if you, that movie, Will Smith uh, is in focus. The movie where he's a scammer, where he's he, with Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Too. So there's a scene where there's a guy, they're betting against another tycoon guy mm. and football players. I don't know, are you guys familiar Focus. Okay, so anyway, so... I, I, yeah, I didn't pay that much attention. Okay, cool. So there's a scene where they start, so they're scammers, so they're smart you know, in the, in the sense where they're able to pull the wool over your eyes. Yeah. And there's this guy who is a wild better, right? And they're like, okay, let's get in a room with him. And then, like, we're going to sit next to each other. We're going to bet. And and he's going to want to bet with us, which is what we're trying to do. And by the end of it, we'll, I'll lose as Will Smith. I'll win, I'll lose, I'll lose. Then I'll start betting so much. And then this guy is winning, and he's like, yeah, 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 and everything. And then... They say, okay, fine, let's do something wild before, you know, I leave and give him all my money. Uh, let's get him to think of a number on the back of a football player's jacket, and then you, Margot Robbie, are going to guess that number. Like, wait, are you crazy? Mm. I'm going to read this man's mind? And mm. like, dude, just do it. Trust mm. me. She wasn't even in on it because mm. it was going to fuck up the illusion. Mm. So at the end of the thing, he guessed the number. She guessed the number that this man was thinking. Sure. And not because she guessed, it's because... He chose the number 55 mm. on the back of the football player's jacket. The whole week or day leading up to this bet, they were putting this 55 in this man's face the whole time in like hotel things, you know, a song that maybe repeats the number 55. They were subconsciously introducing this number in so many ways 
in this man's life. So by the time he looked for a number and he saw that 55, it felt right mm-hmm. in his mind. You know what I mean? So, like, that kind of blows my mind. Like, he unpa- we unpacked that. He introduced that whole thing to me, that whole, mm-hmm. the number 55, mm-hmm. that movie and whatnot, when we were speaking about rollout. So as far as the rollout for this project, you know, when I say I'm upping the ante for a Balwanster rollout, you know, because, you know, I, I don't want to, like, I mean, it's definitely going to be some of the dopest shit that's ever come out as far as, like, yeah. the rollout and the yeah. music and everything. But for me, this is the, my next level. So mm-hmm. with this rollout, you know, uh, when does this come out, by the way? Because I don't want people to listen to it and be aware of the rollout. I don't think it should go into detail. Just okay, cool. Yeah. Fantastic. So yeah. basically, I've transcended into a, another level of just, like, being cautious and being careful and intentional about the impact I want to achieve with this release. We've shot a music video for it. Like, mm. I mean, there's a lot of videos up on my YouTube, but this for me is my first official music video. Crazy. You know what I mean? Just purely based on the fact that Normal, my record label and creative agency mm. produced it. You know, we sourced the director, William Kendra. Mm. You know, we sourced like an actress, Lukanyi Sosotra. We've got everybody together because we are trying to, like, I'm, I'm at a place where I'm... I feel like I'm not just, I mean, I've never just really been a musician. It's always going to be the main thing for yeah. me forever. Like everything I do, as long as it points back to the music, but, you know, a lot of the decisions I've had to make, a lot of the moves I've had to make have required me to, you know, split my brain in half. By Luanster, normal. Normal being where I handle my administration yeah. stuff, yeah. like having meetings with all sorts of people that I need to kind of partner mm. to secure an impactful re- release. And in the beginning of just this chat, I spoke about the necessity of everything I do. It's not yeah. about flexing. It's not about yeah. having the best visuals. You know, I don't think some of my covers aren't even the best covers, and I talk a big game because for me, like, it's about the functionality. So everything I'm doing, I'm doing it for a reason because I need to do this, you know. I need to eat from this release. So the impact of this thing landing, this release, I want it to land from the sky mm. into the water and that wave is, granted, Michael Jackson is a big one, but people still reference Michael Jackson's Thriller video yeah. as the greatest. Zulu thinks it's his, the greatest music video ever. Mm. And that's a video that came out long ago. Mm. But the way, because it dropped from the moon mm. and then it hit the ocean and then it came and it's still the doing this. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't achieve that if you're going to drop your thing from, okay, it's out. I'm trying to like, me trying to find partners for my release. I'm trying to find people who are going to help me elevate, you know, mm. maybe, okay, yo, you have access to a... a 100 kilometer or 100 meter elevator, can I borrow it? That's what I'm speaking to, maybe an Apple Music, a Spotify, Mm. a Platoon, all sorts of partners, everybody who I've reached out to, I'm saying, guys, I want to drop this thing from the ceiling because the impact I'm trying to make, there's so many different touch points. You know, I want to be able to be on panel discussions about rollouts and cover arts, you know. I want to be everywhere, you know, as a result of, you know, this release. So me putting everything into it, rollout-wise, you know, musically, I don't need the validation from anyone because as soon as I've done recording the thing and I've handed it over to Kimosabi Productions, it's good enough for me. But when it comes to everything else from the rollout, the design, the strategy, everything, the validation I want from there is for people to know, okay, cool, this guy's onto something. Let's bring him in because that's going to what? Put some money in my pocket. And that money in my pocket is going to fund the next Balance to release, the next extreme rollout because there's things that are still beyond my budget for this, but I've managed to pull shit off because we're resourceful like that at normal. But, you know, again, this is just... The, I'm being extra. The ex, more extra the rollout, the better for me. Mm. You know what I mean? So when they see this condom, 
you know, and they're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool, I've got you now. Yeah. You know, when they see that pregnant emojis on the cover, they're like, what the fuck? There's a dialogue happening. They've yeah. got you now. Yeah. 10 million more stream monthly listeners for Drake. Mm. It's functional. Mm. So for me, with this release, I'm like, I'm not turning up right now, but I feel like, like my posture has changed. Yeah. Like it's like curving now. And I'm like, you know what? Because I'm speaking about something I've been working on for the last six months. You mm. know, just this rollout, this release, this video, everything, you know, trying to secure the partnership, being sure. normal more than I am being by Luanster after yeah. I've been by yeah. enough. And now it's going to make sense. Like, and, and you know what? I don't even, I don't want to even have a doubt in my mind, mm. man, because it's not even about uh, anyone else's measuring stick. It's about, okay, cool, what did I do when I did chapter two? Mm. How do I do better than that? So now it's going to be at some point about someone else's measuring stick, where it's like, yo, Balonsta, we need to bring you in. My reason for moving to Joburg as well was to get closer to the people with budgets at Universal or Sony, like, yo, I'm here. Oh, Balonsta, we know you. Ah, ah. No, I'm not here as Balonsta. I'm here as normal because we want to service your artists and you guys have the budget for me to do exactly what I've done for Balonsta yeah. because I'm not going to do it for a I'm little money. I'm glad you touched on that. How, yeah. how, how is that going? So you've had conversations with these majors or... Um, so as, as, as normal, yeah. like the plan kind of switched up in 2019 when I was walking around Bramfontein and people started recognizing me. I was like, hmm, maybe I should just do this music thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then I, I've yet to get back to that mission of, you know, hey guys, let me do this for you. Yeah. But also it's still in the plan because at the end of the day, normal, you know, needs to be generating the income yeah. that goes. So if it means yeah. pitching to a, a black major who I had a conversation with, mm. like uh, in that you know, just because of the reputation again, like yeah. the stuff normal is doing, we're putting out, like my, my social media is very much an extension of all these things that I speak yeah. about. So yeah. um, I've had chats with them, but as by Luanster, or rather concerning by Luanster, but I want to do this first because yeah. this is the most intentional I've been with the release and this is going to look amazing in my portfolio. And then that's going to be like, yo, I'm the guy who did this. Mm. Let's chat. Mm. You guys want to achieve this. So that's still in the plan. I just want to prove something to myself mm. as well. And yeah, so that's, that's the chat about ASMR. And yeah, so, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, this is how I honor my releases by printing out the canvases, yeah. you know, just having something tangible. We have five yeah. senses. Yeah. Can't hold the Spotify, like I said, sure. you know. I mean, it doesn't smell... Kind of like but anything. It is a smell. Yeah, it is a smell. But imagine I could, you could taste ASMR. You could smell ASMR. You could see it. You could hear it. You could touch it, you know. You'll never forget this release. Next thing you know, we're going to make cakes out of that thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Something you've already like, you know, so this is how I honor my shit by having it exist, touch, you know, and obviously I touch it too much. I see fingers now. But, you know, I just love to honor my music by, because yeah. this is for me. This is all for me. And this shit is hanging on my wall when it's not, here during this interview, but yeah. um, that's just the person I am. You used to sell these. I'm not these particularly. I did have them on my site, yeah. you know, but people were more looking for T-shirts, you know. So I guess it's very niche, I guess, printing canvases. I mean, it's very much the same size as a vinyl yeah. as well. I thought it was a vinyl. Ah, well. Bro, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Oh, I yeah. hope this conversation was... Uh, Worth your time, so much. worth your while. Yeah. And looking forward to seeing you grow even bigger than you are becoming, both as an agency and as an artist and as an individual. Yeah, thank you so much, bro. I really appreciate it. It was so good connecting with you again. It's been yeah, a minute. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, I think, like I said, it's a checkpoint moment, like yeah. just being around you guys again. And we met uh, Bush Radio. 
and she actually asked me about uh, cover arts and whatnot. And I hadn't considered your Nakane's up until she brought it up. I was still looking at hip hop. And I was like, mm. oh, Bunji, there's people who are actually doing it right yeah. outside of our genre. Yeah. So shout out to you guys. And yeah, man, this was so good. I'm very happy. This episode was brought to you by Manscaped. You can buy any of the Manscaped products on manscaped.com and use the TAVE discount code hashtag TAVEGOTYOU to get 20% off any of the products.